You are listening to Become a Guitarist Today podcast with Adam Roach. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 143 with my guest today, Jennifer Batten. Now, you might know Jennifer from an artist she played with a while ago called Michael Jackson and Jeff Beck. Now, Jennifer is also the principal of the number one seminar called the Guitar Cloud Symposium, which features top guitarists and instructors from around the world. So the next event is actually happening next weekend, June 19th and 20th, and features special guest Robin Ford. So check out the link in the notes to find out more details and to book your tickets. So let's go over the interview now with Jennifer Batten. Yeah, so we can talk about the next uh, Guitar Cloud Symposium coming up on June so is it on nineteen twenty? Is that right? Just the two days, isn't it? This time. Yeah, yeah, we're we're compressing. It was over four days, and I'm not quite sure why I did that. I mean, it made sense in the beginning to have a Friday night orientation where yeah. we really spend some time and get to know students. But there, there's so many alumni coming back that it's it's too much time for that. So, and and a lot of people can't spend that much time. So we're making it Saturday, Sunday. Just put on your seatbelt. Just go, go, go. Yeah. including the uh, Sunday sponsor giveaways. People win guitars and amps, and a spark amp is going to go to someone. Yeah. Um, strings and straps and all, all kinds of fun stuff. And, and then Robin Ford is going to join us to, as the icing on the cake to just yeah. hang out and talk about his career. Yeah. He's, he's one of, it's so fun for me because I've, so, I've been so lucky. So far i got... Steve Lukather, Steve Vai, Andy Timmons, Scott Henderson, Dweezil Zappa, and now Robin Ford. And I have a, a laundry list of people I would love to get in. Yeah. So um, the only one that's turned me down so far is Adrian Ballou because he says he hates Zoom. Oh, really? <laughs> so, oh, well. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. But I must say, like, yeah. as you know, I attended the last one, and that Steve Lukather, that was the, the highlight of my life so far. So <laughs> that was just incredible. He, oh my, I knew he would be exactly like he was. Yeah. And there, there was some things I'd learned that I didn't know, like the, the end of Rosanna, mm. what, what came about from that. It was like, it's a song I'm playing with my cover band. So it was really exciting to, to hear the history by the guy that wrote it yeah. and played it, you know. Exactly. So you, you never know. And Dweezil Zappa was another one where, God, we learned so much from him. And, mm. I, and I think so much more than you would hear from an interview mm. just the setting the intimate setting of having students i, I think helps people relax because yeah. this is not going out to the public and it'll never go out to the public so it's a kind of different environment in fact with steve lukather i'd have to uh do a whole lot of editing <laughs> to make it <laughs> i was going to say that yeah. Public. yeah there's about there's some funny stories in there <laughs> Oh, uh, I, I I sent notes to two people's mothers, uh, young girls. I go, you probably don't want them to see this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, he was great. Yeah, just down to earth and these stories he's told. You know, it's just, yeah, it wasn't holding back. He's just just going for it, and you could tell he just really meant everything he was saying. Oh, he's got decades of stories. Are you kidding? I'm mean, circling the globe for thirty, forty years. Yeah, and and you know I have so much respect for him because he's one of those guys that. There's not many people that could do what he's done. Yeah. 
yeah. in that you throw them in the studio, high pressure situations, you know, come up with parts. Well, I don't like that one. Come up with another one. Or, or read, he told one story about reading a chart that was just frightening, mm. just fly shit, notes everywhere, and it was in the key of D flat, and it was one of the first times he played with an orchestra, and oh. <laughs> you know, it was, um, I want to say Lee Rittenauer, I think, was on the session, oh, yeah, yeah. and he saw that Steve was sweating, and he could have let him just die on the vine, but at the last minute, he switched parts, because Lee's part was super easy to read, and it saved him, wow. so he's... Forever in gratitude, yeah. and it's moments like that that you know Tommy Tedesco brought us in the in the sessions with him to see what it was like when we were students at Musicians Institute. And man, from that one session, I go, I I have no interest in this. Yeah. I mean, the pressure is insane. I, yeah. I want to play guitar. I want to be creative. I want to, you know, grow and grow. But no thanks on that. Plus, I wasn't that great of a reader. Yeah. So, so how about now? Do you do much reading now compared to I before? don't. No. no. I did spend a lot of time trying to get better, reading clarinet books and stuff and Charlie Parker solos, which that's the, the metronome is very slow when I'm reading a Charlie Parker solo. Yeah. Um, but honestly, there's not much call for it in my career. Uh, at the most, I'll get... Well, actually, i got a session coming up in the next couple of days that I do have to read, but it's not on the spot. Okay. You know, I can take my time and learn it four bars at a time if I need to. Um, I also worked for Cirque du Soleil, and they sent me charts when I was on the road and said, play these. They just want to know you got the basics down. And, you yeah. know, when you're not there live in the flesh, you can go, let's see, on the fourth fret is this note. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I haven't been caught out too much ha having to read live. Yeah. Now, like I said before, you know, I did attend the last symposium, which was, uh, for me, I've told everyone this, you know, I've been playing for 40 years and that's probably the most I've learnt in my whole 40 years. Just the way, you know, the different wow. teachers, the different um, different styles, you know, because I've been to a lot of different seminars and it's pretty much at one sem uh, one style, you know, the whole way through. But this one, you know, I've never played Gypsy Jazz before, before Mundo come along. And then, yeah. And even with the slides, some great tips from Greg as well and in yourself with your, your little tips, you know, it was, it was incredible. It's it's super enlightening for, for all the students and the teachers. Mm. I, I learned some stuff about slide from Greg that I had no idea that's how you did it. Yep. You know, and and sometimes it's just one little thing like that in a weekend that just phew, sends you on a different path altogether. And there's there's one guy I got my eye on that records for truefire.com. I can't remember his name. He's Indian American. I mean, um, East Asian Indian as opposed to American Indian. Okay. And he his thing is basically transferring the sound of sitar to guitar. Mm. So you, you take some of those um, techniques so it sounds more Eastern. And I just love that, you know, because it's yeah. so different and just adds a whole different spice to, to what you're able to do. So that's uh, that's part of my long laundry list. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I say that... Um, Let's see. Vicky has done some stuff on hybrid picking, and uh, Vicky Genfan, yeah. who will be with us in 1920, and so did Angela Petrelli, and maybe somebody else. But everybody has such a different approach with the same techniques. Mm -hmm. And now Prashant Aswani is going to be getting into hybrid picking. You know, people don't know it's holding a pick and then using your fingers also yep. to to play. Uh, Greg Koch does that a lot. 
And Prashant's also going to get into improvisation and specifically focusing on question and answer phrasing. Okay. And, you know, a lot of people wonder when they first get into improv, especially how some people sound like they're telling a story, mm. how there's tension and release as opposed to random notes when they're just learning their scales and arpeggios and stuff. And there are a few secrets to be unveiled. Yeah. I, I remember having that very same thought when I was listening to Blow by Blow, which I probably listened to Jeff Beck's biggest selling record at least a thousand times over and over and over and over. And it just, in the beginning, it just mystified me how it sounded so good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, one is the tone, of course, yeah. and the note choices, but the phrasing, the breathing, yeah. which is something guitar players need to learn because when, you, when you're playing a horn, unless you do circular breathing, you have to breathe. So your phrases are forced into taking a breath and making sense where, you know, some of the shredder guitar players can go all night with a wiggly 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 and never stop <laughs> and it's yeah. just you know it's just overload at some point now jude gold so can you tell us a bit about him and what he'll be doing with the weekend yeah jude he's he's had a great career and he's played with a bazillion bands he's currently the guitar player in jefferson starship one of the band members the first time he joined us was in january when we did a thing on guitar heroes and he used to be in a, a Van Halen tribute band. So I go, you're it. Yeah. Do, a, do a course on Eddie Van Halen. And he did a great job. And it, it was eye-opening. He, he showed some of the, the picking techniques that make so much sense. I mean, you, you, you see him break it down and you hear Eddie and you go, oh, well, of course he had to pick like that. That's yeah. the only way to get that sound. Um, and he's just super knowledgeable and a super nice guy, too. And he has a, a great podcast for, for Guitar Player Magazine called No Guitar Is Safe. Okay. And he, he does a great job, man. I mean, he, he does a lot of research. He spends a lot of effort in editing to, to make him sound really great. Mm. It's not just talk and go. Yeah, you know? yeah. so, and he's one of the editors of Guitar Player Magazine. All right. So super yeah. knowledgeable. And he's, I, I tell people I want them to, to teach things that they're passionate about. Yeah. And he kind of threw me a curve. Um, one of the things I, I knew he was going to teach, he's got a very specific, very original tap style mm. thing that he does, very percussive with the right hand, with electric guitar and, and gain happening. And then he's doing another module on the magic of capos, which I, you know, I go, huh? <laughs> you know, I think of an electric player that's, that's playing Van Halen solos and capos don't, go together yeah. but that, it's going to be really enlightening you know he he says um you know tons of pros use it and and not just because they want to change keys and do open string kind of or open chord mm. kind of sounds in different keys so uh, that's all i can say about that because i don't know what he's presenting aside from that yeah one of our many one of our 15 sponsors is g7th capos yeah and I must say they have some gorgeous capos. They're sending some my way. In one of the first uh, giveaways, they had capos that said Guitar Cloud Symposium on them, which I thought was going over the top. <laughs> but it is, they're really bending over backwards to accommodate people. And they do have capos that are five string. Yep. So you can have that open string, six string. Yeah. And another one that's, um, I think, three strings. Okay. Which would, you know, makes a very interesting tuning when you strum across. Yeah. yeah. So I, I haven't done that in such a long time, but when I was a, a teenager, I used to 
experiment with open tunings and it's it's so much fun because you're you're forced to use your ear because you don't know what notes you're playing you know it's <laughs> the the scale forms that you're used to out the window they yeah. don't work anymore yeah. so I, I think that's great ear training to for writing for one thing oh yeah, yeah that's so I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that that you know, it, all of these things, we, we're going to have a one-year anniversary in August, mm. and it keeps morphing with different players, and different players will come in and, and teach different offerings. Yeah. Um, we, we were kind of forced to keep moving and moving and moving because we got so many alumni come back. Yeah. You know, it's like, I can't teach the same thing I taught last <laughs> month. i got to you know, <laughs> reboot and get something new happening. And in fact, I I have taught the the transcribe app several times, but this time I want to get people hands on. Right. So everybody downloads the um, the trial at least, and five people will win it because mm. they're one of our sponsors as well. Mm. And every time they give away five free codes. So I want to get people hands on because it's it's one thing to have somebody show you an app, but mm how much are you going to remember of a half hour of information yeah. unless you're really digging in and going to the file menu yourself and discover like karaoke mode and <laughs> here's how you can instantly drop the bass EQ. So that's, that's the next level yeah. for, for me. And, and I'm getting deeper into brain science. I, I, several times I've taught things, uh, tips on the most efficient way to learn music. Mm. And I, I, it's just a continual study for me. Because there's there's so much information out there now about brain science and what we know, and it, it has completely changed the way that I learn music. So it's much more efficient and sticks better. So I'm imparting that to people. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. the other thing too. Like with all your guitar symposiums, around like people do get the the PDFs and all the everything that's going along as well, don't they? Yeah, there's there's loads of material. In the beginning, I, I was just making uh, iPhone videos. Because it's two days of nonstop content. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we do have breaks, but yeah. it's a lot of content, and you can't expect people to remember all that stuff. So every teacher does it a little differently, and the core of us that have been doing it since last August will typically have a kind of a PowerPoint presentation. So you'll see graphs and images. And for instance, when I did the, the Jeff Beck course in um, January, which I, I will do again with different songs in July, I, I do a bit of history too. Mm. So I'll, I'll find some really killer photos that just kind of enhances the experience because since since lockdown this is our performance yeah <laughs> you know? that's right yeah. there's no stages no live music although that is opening up yeah. so that has been our performance so we just kind of put all our energy into it and try to make it fun yeah. that's and i just changed the name to the it's a it's a guitar party okay you know it's a <laughs> smorgasbord for guitar players which we do every other month and then in between we do a single day deep dive into a single subject mm. So it's, it's super fun. What about uh, Vicki Genfan is another one. She's, this time she's doing um, C minor open tuning exploration and a blues. Yeah, and I then mean, she's going to be taking a couple months off. And so I'm just like bringing in all kinds of people starting to, to staff it up for um, September. Carl Verheyen is going to yeah. join us okay. in September and Gary Hoey. And there, there's a few people I don't want to say just yet yeah. <laughs> until until they're confirmed. Yeah. But it's it's kind of exciting to see what people will bring. Yeah. Uh, Dave Martone also. Yeah, well, Dave is going to be with us in June. 
Let's see. He, he's going to be doing secrets to improvising like a master. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's, you know, he, he's a, a monster player. And mm. he's going to be doing, in July, he's going to be doing a, a module on Joe Satriani. Mm. He's, he's hugely knowledgeable, monster player, and, and can play a lot of different styles. Acoustic guitar, nylon string, you name it. He, he gigs all the time. I mean, before lockdown, I would see his gigs. I mean, I, I would be worn out gigging four days a week. He gigs pretty much seven and multiple gigs a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. he's a workhorse. <laughs> but uh, as you saying before, like Vicky, she was another one from the last one. I learned a lot from just with that, that tapping the, the harmonics and the, through the chords or whatever else. She was, that was great. Yeah, she's a great teacher and people love her. And it's I, I really always want to have an acoustic player. I mean, she's been with us every time since the beginning. Um, in September, actually in September, I'm going to have Andy McKee oh, doing open tunings and percussive guitar. Well, that'd be and I forgot excellent. to mention, coming, I, I'm all over the map here. Um, That's right. <laughs> in June, yeah. everybody can go to guitarcloudsymposium.com and download yeah. the schedules of, yeah. of the upcoming June 1920. July 17 and August, Vicky is going to be the host of a singer-songwriter deep dive yep. day, which, which actually this is the first time we're going to have a different format because it's going to leak over into Sunday where students get to perform for the teachers okay. or, yep. or, or play audio to get feedback of their songwriting. That's great. Um, and I, I got Jeff Paris is one of the one of the guys on that and uh, Sarah. Hickman is another, both Grammy-nominated songwriters. Mm. So there's there's a lot of knowledge there yeah. that um, I, I think, for the most part, everybody walks away thrilled. And right. and I send out surveys to to say, you know, this is anonymous. If there's something you really didn't like, please let us know. Yeah. And almost always, people go, this was the best thing ever. So we're doing something right. Yeah, exactly. Are you still thinking about doing maybe the um? The Michael Jackson. Yeah. 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 That just came to me a week ago. I mean, it's like one of the most obvious things, but, yeah. <laughs> and it's super manageable because it would be just me for yeah. maybe a half a day. I, I haven't worked it out quite yet, but yeah, all Michael Jackson all day. I'll show you the, the tips to the parts that I played live. Uh, show you some songs and there'll be plenty of time for s stories and anecdotes and yeah. what people could expect on a ginormous tour like that. Oh yeah, that'd be so, great. So um, hopefully we'll get some new faces from that. Yeah, I think that'd be really good. I think yeah, a lot of people will love that. Yeah, you, you know, when I got on Instagram, it, it seems like, I would say 80% of the people are coming from Michael Jackson. <laughs> They're Michael Jackson fans as opposed to just guitar players. So yeah. <laughs> I think I'll try to tap both. Yeah. Buy yourself a guitar and join me, learn these songs. <laughs> That's it. Uh, yeah, so the other people, you did mention before with um now he's Prashant Aswani is that how you say his name? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so what has has he done? Because I don't know a lot about him. He's a a record producer and a player. Um, you know what? I I copy and paste bios and I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he has played with a lot of people. He's yeah. played at some prestigious venues. I I was just enamored with him. I saw him. At, I had heard of him. And I saw him at a NAMM show demoing for Digitech, and it, mm. it just sounded great. Oh, I mean, just one of those guys that has it. The yeah. feel is there, the vibrato is there. And there's a, a, a video of him that I posted a few days ago 
where he was doing this thing that's it's almost almost East Indian, where mm. he'll land on a note and go back and forth really fast. Yeah, yeah. That has a, a special sound that is very different from vi vibrato, and it's one of those things that just perked up my ears. And I go, I gotta have that. <laughs> I gotta yeah. have that. I want that's something I want to incorporate into my playing. And Greg Cock is gonna join us again too. He's he's uh, this time he's gonna bring some chicken picking, yeah. which he's really great at, and what he calls beastly blues phrasing. Yeah. Because he's kind of like Sasquatch on guitar. So beastly, he's got his own vocabulary. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like he, he's one of the most entertaining guys you can you can find. So I, I love having him. I'm just, I got to smile the whole time he teaches. Yeah. What's not to love about that guy? He, he's so good. I mean, yeah. he's one of those guys that is very comfortable in a lot of different genres. So I think, like we said before, for teachers and students, anyone can get something yeah. out of this. Absolutely. I mean, teachers have to keep coming up with new stuff all the time, exactly. right? Yeah, so sure. <laughs> you come to one of our courses over a weekend, you have months and months of material to pass on to all of your students. Yeah. If you got 50 students, that guarantee will last you the next year of, of stuff to pass on. Yeah. So I highly recommend it to any teachers out there. So, I mean, you never know. It could be like a text to clear on text and hey, get a course oh, done. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, my, my taxi guy taught me long ago that he's got a, a category called research, yeah. and that's research, yep. you know? Yeah. Reading a book, if you're if you're a writer, all the books you buy are a tax write-off. Yep. <laughs> if, you, if you're into film scoring, all the DVDs you buy, all the streams, tax yeah. write-off. Yeah, and like saying, rubbing forward, here's one, one of my big links as well. Like I actually had an original band called Busted Up, named after his song, so... We still love the Robin Ford in the oh. band. Yeah. So. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, he's one of those guys. I mean, everybody that I've been able to get as a special guest are, are, are people that in four bars, you know who it is. Yep. Such mm. an identifiable sound. And I've been listening to him. There, there's a wonderful live uh, at Montreux concert, like an hour, an hour and a half that you can get on YouTube. And it's just such a glorious tone. He plays a couple different guitars, but the, the the piece that I chose, I threw it in an ad, was him playing telly. Yeah. And it's just like, ah, there's not a ton of effects. You know, it's, it's very pure and raw, and like all the others, the sound is in his hands. Yep. You know, I, I, I saw him at an AM show years and years ago when he was with the Yellow Jackets and like with it. Ricky Lawson on drums. I mean, it moved me so much that I, all these years later, I still remember it as one of my top five shows I've ever seen. Yeah. I've seen a ton of shows and, uh, you know, I enjoy the hell of it when I'm there, but a year later, I couldn't tell you anything about it. Mm. But that just hit me right here. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, yeah. I, think I think we've pretty much covered everyone from the, the next one. So, yeah, June 19 and 20. Well, thank you again. Really appreciate your, your time doing this. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. And um, um, hopefully we'll see you real soon for the next one. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Okay, cheers. Right, thanks bye -bye. a lot. See All right, bye.